Chapter 22 All the Way Back to the Garden Is harsh disciplinary fatherhood anywhere near the source of creation? Do we see it in Genesis 1? Is it to be found in the interactive life within the garden of Genesis 2, where the Creator and His family fellowshiped and walked together, ruling, procreating, growing and working, according to the Father's purpose? No, it came later. But not until Genesis 3. Not until God's purposes and plan had been laid out and established for all to see. Then the corrupting lies of independence and fear entered, changing the equation of life forever. However, in the Father's infinite love, the power of these lies has been broken, and the breach caused by the sundering curse healed. The firstborn son went to the Father to do what the first Adam could not, saying, Let it fall upon me, that my younger brothers and sisters might live. Bring them back to the garden. Reinstate them to their position in our family, that they might again have fellowship with you, their Father and mine. Those who call themselves Christians, therefore, no longer need live under the curse of sin, separation from God, subject to the enemy's lies. Jesus revealed the lies for what they are and defeated Satan's power over us forever. Those who follow him and trust him are taken backward, in a sense, through a spiritual time machine if such a metaphor can be brought to our aid without demeaning the imperative of the principle, into the relationship with the Father that existed prior to the fall. The apparatus for the accomplishment of this majestic purpose is described in Ephesians 4.8. When he ascended on high, he led captives in his train. Having sinned and recognizing the wages of that sin. We are allowed to be cleansed of it and to stand before the Father blameless, guiltless, robed in white. Such a wonderful and ingenious provision has been made for us by both Father and Son. In spite of our sin, we have been reinstated into the family of God. The Garden Fellowship of Genesis 2 is still ours to enjoy. We can become his children again. The prodigal son parable of Luke 15 precisely describes the process. We had it all. We chose to go away and leave everything our father had provided. To do so was foolish and landed us in despair. However, we may return home. The Father is waiting with open arms and a smile on His face. We have only to admit our foolishness and become again His children. Jesus was talking about us. Unknowingly, however, most of us accept Christ's atonement, but partially. 
we dabble his blood scantily upon the doorposts of our hearts, just sufficiently to ward off the angel of death. But we do not wash our entire selves in the full redemptive power of that blood, sufficient to fully reinstate us into the life of God's family of Genesis 2. We continue instead to listen to the twin lies. Though having experienced the second birth, which Jesus spoke of as the doorway into the spiritual time machine, we still try to do what Adam could not, live in what we call fellowship with God while remaining fundamentally independent of his fatherhood in our life. In other words, positionally we have gone back to the garden, but not quite all the way back. We have gone back only far enough to enable us to scrape out an existence between Genesis 3.13 and Genesis 3.14. We have gone back past the curse. Thank God we are free of that. Praise the Lord for the atoning blood of Jesus. Sin no longer has eternal power over us. The angel of death has seen the blood and passed over. But we have not gone back past the lies of independence and fear that spoke in Genesis 3, 4, and 3, 10. Those we're still listening to. They clog our ears and blind our eyes with their lies, still obscuring the Father from us, just as they did to Adam's vision. We have not killed the power of independence by choosing to submit in childness to life with the Father. We continue to heed the lie, I alone have the right to be master of my life. You can have your sins forgiven and go back to Genesis 3 and still be in fellowship with a serpent and his two lying demons. Strong words, perhaps, when they fall upon complacent ears, yet true. Jesus' mission on earth, the reason for the cross and the purpose for which he descended and then rose with captives in his train, was to take those captives of sin all the way back into full fellowship and life with his Father, all the way back to Genesis 2, to life in the Father's family before the lies. Unless we get back to Genesis 2, we cannot truly experience intimacy with the Father. Independence and fear will keep us from knowing him rightly. Applying the brakes and getting off the train of Jesus' ascent prematurely at Genesis 3.13 may get us what is called saved, and thus qualify us for entry into heaven on the first round. But getting off there will not accomplish the purpose for which Jesus came, for which he died, for which he bore us in his train back to the Father's heart. The only way for that to be accomplished is to go the full distance with our elder brother, the firstborn son, all the way back to the garden life of Genesis 2. All the way back, beyond the lies and the fig leaves of fear, 
into the very arms of our loving Father. Such is the pinnacle, the mountaintop of the Christian faith.